Who Let the Dogs Out is a song performed by the Bahamian group Bahaman. Originally released by Anselm Douglas titled Doggy, it was covered by producer Jonathan King, who sang it under the name Fat Jack and his pack of pets. He brought the song to the attention of his friend Steve Greenberg, who then had the Bahaman cover the song. The song peaked at number two on the UK singles chart, as well as topping the charts in Australia and New Zealand, and reached top 40 in the United States. The track went on to win the Grammy for Best Dance Recording on the 2001 Grammy Awards. And let me tell you why it's inferior in every way to Orrin Waters' Digga Digga Dog. Digga Digga Dog, bow wow, Digga Digga Dog, Digga Digga Dog, Digga Digga Dog. Welcome to Rough Cuts. <laughs> Coming your way. They'll be here soon. Thanks to the miraculous therapy of Dr. Pablo, my client actually has an aversion to fur. No, get it away from me. Just this side of barking mad. So you won't be wanting this then? Cruella DeVille has been cured. If you repeat the offense, your entire fortune will go to the dogs. I have so much to atone for. Today, Cruella DeVille rescued a London dog shelter. Meet Waddlesworth. He's a rock violer. He looks like a McCaw. She's making the most of her second chance. There must be a statement. You love it. Unfortunately. You have Dobbins. Domino, Little Dipper, and Oddball. Temptation has a brand new face. Disney's 102 Dalmatians. I think I deserve a second chance too. Hello, how's it going, everybody? I'm Boykes. This is Ilion. We're here with Rough Cuts, episode 70. You made me get up an hour earlier for this, and I'm never forgiving you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> watching 102 Dalmatians, the live-action sequel to 101 Dalmatians. No, not the new one. <laughs> not Cruella. This is the other one where you're supposed to feel sympathy for the villain and then immediately throws it out the window. I don't think we were ever supposed to feel sympathy for her in this. I never felt sympathy for anyone in this. <laughs> Every character in this movie is awful. In some way. Not necessarily, like, a terrible person, but boring, or, like, okay, not, yes, a, not yeah, a character. Yeah, not in- yes. I was gonna say, there's, there's one character that's not a total fucking shitheel, and that is- God, I- wait, what's his name? Are you talking about the main character? The- our guy. I mean, is he, well, he's not the main character. She's the main, like the the, the, the discount Antonio Bandes. Yes, <laughs> that guy. The you know one of our heroes oh, from the failed flop of a Fantastic Four franchise before they yes. rebooted it again. Yes, that guy. That guy. Um. Anyways, we don't need to know his name. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one that's not a piece of shit. But then also, he's a fucking cardboard man. So. Yeah. He's a piece. He's a not a piece of shit just simply because he has zero character. I, I can't imagine the guy with no charisma couldn't carry the Fantastic Four franchise. Weird. Yeah. No idea yeah. why that bombed. <laughs> Fucking Christ. I a live action 
Okay, first of all, Disney should stop making live action movies of their animated films. Mm-hmm. For almost all of them. I, yes. There might be one or two that's, like, good, but it doesn't need to exist. The, the reason these movies exist is to hold the uh, I don't know copyright. if any of them are good. I don't think any of no, them but, are good. No, but they exist to hold the copyright of the original animated films. That's why they exist. Maybe. Maybe. It has to be, right? I mean, It's well, coming around on the 20, 30 I... year before it, it expires and, like, shit, we have to make another one. Apparently, like, no wonder why it got a sequel. It made $320 million, 101 Dalmatians. Is this the one that started the live-action remakes? Like, not this one, yes. but the 101 yes. Dalmatians? Yes. Okay. yes, yes, almost for sure. Can we go back in time the and make them not live do that? Action one. Yeah, we need to assassinate whoever was making that, correct. Okay. Sweet and solid. We should write a movie about stopping Disney from making live-action movies. That might be part of it, but also let me make you feel very bad for a moment and say uh-huh. that Glenn Close was nominated for a Golden Globe for the original 101 Dalmatians, although that might actually be reasonable because she's pretty good in this too. But, I, um, she's the best part of the movie. Yeah. yeah easily. Yeah. She's actually having, she's trying. It also made $320 million. How? People are morons. <laughs> people suck. suck. I'm like, I, I don't want to say that people are morons. I don't want to be this angry, but I have no other explanation for this at all. This movie is for four-year-olds. Except yeah. there's a big asterisk to that. Mm-hmm. It's not. No. There's a big asterisk. We spent the entire movie being very upset because the re- only reason why you wanted to watch this was there was reviews that said like, oh man, it is far more violent than a G movie should ever possibly yeah. be. Yeah. And then it wasn't. It was just boring and stupid. Until and it suddenly wasn't. it was extremely violent. <laughs> yeah, it was really boring and dry until it wasn't. And then it's the like, last oh. five minutes suddenly fucking oh. God. It's I it's if I'd rather watch them I'd rather watch Marathon Man and having oh god what's his name pulling out Dustin Hoffman's teeth and seeing oh like the, the, like the full torture scene with this <laughs> like they really do it's pretty bad it's so mean spirited too it's like what the fuck everything about this movie is mean spirited who like who does this movie like is there anybody this movie likes. It hates the poor. No, it, I, oh, yeah, it hates, I know. It hates the rich. Nobody, nobody can have a second chance ever because they'll always fail. Yep, I know. Yeah, See, you're on, you're close. On. You're close to who this movie likes. Cops. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Is that the only person? This this movie loves cops. This movie loves cops. This movie is the Blue Lives Matter of fucking Disney films. The, the hero it's of this garbage. film is a probation officer. Yes, what and she fuck? is as awful a probation officer as you can expect, where she constantly talks about how obviously nobody reforms and they should all just be locked up forever and what shitty, awful people they are for doing minor, minor, minor infractions while they're desperately poor, and she insults and berates them and belittles them the whole time, and she's proven right. And she's right. The The moral of this film... Is that if anybody has done a crime, they're irredeemable as a human being. Correct. 
I don't any crime. And then you need to on display just torture and murder them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, the fuck. There's no why would we need things like probation? You should just absolutely just straight up murder them. We need to be more specific about that because they they bake her like a cake. Yes. It literally. Yes. She's a cake. They throw her in an oven. Oh my god. They anyway. do so many things to her at the end of this movie. Fuck. It's fucked up. This movie gets Fuck. fucking wild. Th- this movie has some scenes that are very clockwork orange in my head. Just sure. nightmare fuel, like, horrible things. And yeah. then in the middle is just a bunch of boring romance shit <laughs> that no one yep. cares about. That the movie but- doesn't even set up. That yeah, no that's point. not set up, that's not really paid off, that has no real reason for being in the film at all. It's just... And all it does is reference other movies and be like, hey, remember this romantic scene? Yeah, they have no... This movie, you called it... There's a moment in this film where you said, Jesus Christ, why does this film have to hammer you over the head with everything? As you're saying that, we get yeah. a romantic scene of our lead male and our lead woman, like our lead man and lead woman. Our lead on a date. couple. Yeah. Yes. At a Italian restaurant, and it keeps cutting back and forth between Lady and the Tramp on the, like the, the dogs are watching yeah. on a TV, and then then doing the exact scene. Because it's like, well, nobody will actually understand this unless we directly show it to them. Yeah. Like, this movie hates its audience. It's so insulting to watch. It talks down to its audience. It... This movie, like, hits you over the head with a hammer. Oh, we could be watching that movie. It's for idiots, yes. We could be watching that movie. We couldn't, because that's a good movie. Look at that movie! We could watch that one! Like, in some absolute shithole movie like this, there's Lady and the Tramp, and it's no problem, like, they don't care about the copyright issues. Oh, are they... Okay, they're doing the whole thing. You over the head. They're doing the whole Holy thing. Holy fuck. Look, when the moon meets her eye, that's a belt. God. Amore. Oh, my fucking God. Oh my god, this film. Like, I love that when you were talking about it being unsubtle, that happened, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, every every single character in this mm-hmm. movie is also a caricature. Yes. The yeah. city, the city is a caricature. The city is a caricature the of British. The fucking city is a caricature. British just... caricature, yeah. Because they... it's London, but the only way you know it's London is because Big Ben constantly rings it feels like it's like oh everybody takes the lorry everywhere and has tea and crumpets and everybody wears bowler hat like it's like this fucking fairy tale weird ass britain that super doesn't exist like you said like of course the probation's officer's office is beside big ben like and i don't mean like beside it as in on the ground like near it i mean yeah. She could, like, take a broom, throw it, and hit Big Ben from her window. <laughs> Maybe the probation office like, is in the palace next to What? Like, it doesn't make Why sense, it right? There? It doesn't make sense. It's because stupid Americans don't know anything about 
like London. the UK yeah. and London. Yeah, it's so. it's there because well, but, but, yeah. what what British people are they? They've got the big clock, right? <laughs> Maybe it was supposed <laughs> to be cute. Clock. It came off as just stupid. <laughs> well, and then the, the best part about that is that it was all set up for a thing, which is kind of amazing. <laughs> no, you can't roll your eyes. That was one of the better parts of this movie. That was amazing. That was great. It's terrible, but it's great. But it's the yeah. setup for that. And then the minute that that scene happens, yeah. they never have the clock come up again. She's never, never again. in her office again. She's never near the Big Ben again. Like, they filmed it for one day near Big Ben. They had, like, the opportunity to film in an office near Big Ben for one day. They did all those scenes real quick and fucking shuffled it out of the movie. You think that was a real video of Big Ben? I think they just CGI'd it. Maybe in, in a set. Honestly, I don't think I, I don't think they had a real <laughs> real office. No, that looks CGI'd. Fair. I, again, I was yeah. not paying enough attention. I don't know. Yeah. This movie had a lot of TV lighting too. I think it, in, in a yes. lot of those places. Yeah, yeah, this movie is cheap yeah. as shit. So speaking of that setup with Big Ben, the movie opens up with. An animal prison where, where like a scientist is doing experiments to hypnotize animals to react in a more calm manner. Yes, and he inside, gives them drugs yeah. and green veggies, which oh, actually he, was he kind drugs of funny. them up. Yeah, he drugs which them up, which is kind of funny as a line. Lots uh, of drugs and green veggies. And then Cruella is in one of the cells with a bunch of Dalmatians because she's been brainwashed to now like dogs. Yeah, which is which is a good thing. I mean, this is a prison, not a pet shop, and I don't represent animals in court, Doctor Pavlov. Right, well, at least, I, at least it's a real dog prison, right? This is a real human dog prison. Yep. <laughs> oh, and Cruella's in there. Oh, fucking hell. What the fuck? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's great that they locked her in this horrible dungeon. Like, it is a yeah. dank, awful, horrible cell. And not <laughs> with the weed no way. light. There was no weed there. It was just dank. It's just dank, yeah. Just regular dank. It's the, the <laughs> drugs weren't good drugs. They weren't, no, they weren't the good drugs. It wasn't drugs. the green They're... drugs and veggies. Yeah, was... no. Drugs and plenty of green vegetables. But, but because she's been brainwashed, now she can go on probation with the court mm -hmm. and get out of her prison cell of animal prison where they do experiments yes. on animals with drugs. Yes. Because the state, that's what the state does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, what? this is a good thing. Um, also, I just want to mention, so I said that this movie looks, like, is cheap. I should uh -huh. say that it looks cheap because I just double-checked. And 101 Dalmatians has a lower budget than this movie. This one got, they like, another more money on million it. Dollar. It was $85 uh, million dollar budget on this movie. Well, I can see where they spent it. In 2000. There, there's some big sets. There are, but they like... They look way out of place, but there's mm -hmm. big sets. Like, like at one point, there's a fucking cave with, like, uh, like an altar in the middle of it with a fire. Like, you'd expect this out of, I don't know, some like some movie Indiana about, Jones like, Indiana Jones. Yes. It's out of place. It doesn't make sense. It, yeah. There's a right? lot of that. Yes, there's a so lot of that. So it's here. I feel like... 
this movie it but like it still look like you said like it looks bad though like it looks oh it doesn't look good yeah which is it feels like it's just that it's it's not that it's cheap it's that it's talentless <laughs> how's that can i just there's no cohesion is the main no problem. that yeah that also that's the main issue yeah but i can see where they spent the money i just don't think they spent it well <laughs> yeah no yeah, yeah, yeah. It did win an Academy Award for Best Costume Design, and I will give it that. Her I do think the are costumes are good, especially yeah. Craven the Hunter. Yes. Craven the Hunter and his leopard bobblehead dog Tiger suit. dick. <laughs> Tiger dick. <laughs> tiger dick. Which is what it is. It's that's he's got a fake that's tiger what, dick. What it is. Um, but anyway, so Corella gets rehabilitated because of we're just, we're just gonna gloss over that. We're just gonna, <laughs> don't worry about that. We'll get to it. We'll get to we'll it get later. To it. We'll get to it. But so because of brainwashing drugs, she goes on probation. And the probation officer, which is apparently a character from the first film and the couple. No, from no, the it's not. Film, no, it's right? not. Is it? Is no, it a different no. character? No, I said, like, I, I told you again, like, there's only two actors that came over to this movie. Well, I know it's, I know actors, but character. It no, might be it's the same not. character. No, okay. no it's not. No, but she why doesn't did, know. Why did they They're do the totally same different fucking people. thing then? Why does she have the same dogs? Why does she have the... Yeah, why does what? she even have the dogs that Cruella kidnapped in the first one? Yes. Who fucking knows? The movie doesn't care. Like, I figured it had to be the same. No. Oh I keep God. on telling you that. No. Okay, anyways. Uh, the guy who's boring and has no charisma is at a dog shelter that he runs, mm-hmm. which is called Second Chance, and it's a shelter that they only send criminals on probation to to work as a second chance in society, because it's the only way you can get integrated in society is to prove your worth through work. Yes. I, this is accurate for the prison system, but... <laughs> okay, so there's uh, a bunch of dogs there. There's also a parrot, which is just Eric Idle in a parrot suit. Yeah. Who does nothing but talk constantly, but we're still not sure if he's talking to the humans and the humans right. can hear him or not, because it's ambiguous and it only matters when the film thinks it matters. Because okay, so he's not yeah. talking like I'm a parrot. He's just he's just talking regular human sentences. Hey, he's like, "Hi, I'm a parrot, not a. I'm a dog, actually, not a parrot. You dummy. Yeah, I'm a Rottweiler. He's a dog, yes. I'm a dog." And but he talks like the he's like, "Oh, yeah. let go of my paw, you idiot! Don't throw me! I can't fly. I'm a dog." And just in a normal human voice, and uh-huh. the characters acknowledge but don't acknowledge it at the same time. Like, they right. various times they acknowledge it, and then other times they ignore it, and I Again, there's still no have no idea when he's talking. There's also sometimes where the dogs are just barking, and the humans can understand them, but we yes. as the audience cannot. Yes, they don't subtitle the dogs, they don't do anything like that, but all the people go like, oh, wow, Timmy's down the well? Amazing! And <laughs> run off. And like, like I, wait, what? It, it would make a worse movie if the dogs talked. But at the same time, yes. at least I would know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> well, this is the one time when they needed to do it. Just yeah. because, uh, like, they shouldn't have set it up where the dogs needed to talk. But since yes. they did, having them not talk is worse. Because <laughs> yes. that's really nonsense. <laughs> like, there's, there's just I understand the aversion to not humans, having like, dogs oh, talk. Yeah. Oh, you like, speak French. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he flipped. Yes, the dog barks and he goes, oh, you speak French. I didn't know. And you were like, does, 
Do they understand? Do they get the dogs? Because I don't. I don't understand the dog. What's I don't, happening? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? So the the second chance shelter is going to get evicted and shut down because they haven't been able to pay their bills. Yes. Right. So at that point, Cruella goes back to her house and throws all of her furs into her dungeon mm-hmm. because she hates yeah, fur. Her dungeon. Her dungeon. Her sex she dungeon. literally has a dungeon. Just her, pointing her, that out. Her sex dungeon behind her Game of Thrones throw. Yes. That's not okay, a joke. also, when you say sex dungeon, I want to make it very, very, <laughs> very clear that you're not joking. Everyone no. in this movie is oh. weirdly explicitly horny. Everybody in this movie Everybody wants to fucks. They all want to fuck. They all don't just want to, they do. Like, yeah, you, no. it's off screen, but you know they fuck. <laughs> Have you seen Jamar Depardieu's tiger dick? Yeah, I that mean, man fucks. It makes sense that Craven the Hunter wants to fuck. We all know that. Mm. But, I mean, Cruella's also just really horny. Oh, everyone's weirdly the, horny. The parrot's this. horny. Yes. Fucking, our main characters are horny for each other. Everybody's no, just... no, they're not. No, no, That's well, the they, one have exception. No, they have no, they have chemistry. no charisma. <laughs> they have no chemistry, but they want to be horny. They, they, they desire, they aspire to horniness, but they don't get there. They're not quite on the level of a, a tiger dick. No, or a Glenn. No, they uh, don't hit Glenn Close or Gerard Depardieu even close. No, no. Uh, Alonzo wants to fuck. That's the. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, Tim McEnery is great. Jesus Christ. They yeah. have all of the villains are really good, interesting actors, and they carry so much of this movie. And the two leads the people are the you're most supposed to bland. Root for suck. Yeah, they're the most bland, yeah. uninteresting garbage people in this movie. They're just like so fucking boring to watch. They don't do anything. So Cruella goes to the second chance shelter for a job. Yeah. Because that's where everybody on probation goes. And she loves puppies. And she loves puppy, and also call her Ella now, because she's different. She's not cruel anymore. Yeah, she's not cruel, I'm just Ella. <sighs> there's a scene where there's all the dogs holding protest signs about the eviction, and the yes. news shows up, and and our character, our main character, and the eviction guy are arguing over, like, being thrown out. And they go up to the news guy. They're like, hey, they're trying to throw us out. Hey, this guy's lying. And the news is just like, I don't give a shit about the poor. There's a rich person driving up. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Who gives a shit about poor people or shelter dogs or any of this? We we have some white rich woman to pay attention There's a white rich woman who's here to save you. That's way more interesting. A white woman's Instagram. And I don't know if the movie meant to make that. Oh, no, it did point. not. It did not. It absolutely fucking, did not. This it's movie so did... bad. This movie is a thousand percent not on that side. This is no. one of the. This movie feels a little bit like Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. <laughs> Where it's just like it's not as egregious. No, it's not. But it but is it's also bad. yeah. It's it's very. It is extreme. When you boil it down to the way that things work out in this movie, it is extremely reactionary and gross. Yeah, so the main message of the film at this point is everything would be okay if only you had a rich white woman to save you. So so she spends all of her time and money 
without spending any money because her fortune is exactly eight million dollars and she never spends a penny of that but she does spend her money to reform the shelter (laughs) without lowering her bank account yeah, they and, tell her that she has, they, and they tell you the audience that she has eight million dollars left. Specifically, all of her money is gone. She only has eight million, except that she still yeah. has like this fantastically large castle that's worth at least eight million dollars on its own. It's way where more she than hosts that, yeah. unbelievably lavish banquets with thousands of servants, and she also pays off all of the debts of this shelter and all these kinds of things. But when the end of the movie happens and she has to give up her fortune, it's still $8 million. Yeah, it's exactly $8 million. So she reforms the place. She's definitely a new person. She's definitely cool. And you can call her Ella, which is hip. Uh, and then she goes back to the probation she dabs. office. She's like all those kids yeah, in the Fortnite. Sometimes she does a floss, if you like. Yeah. yeah I could see Corolla DeVille in Fortnite. I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That would happen. That would happen. God, yeah. Cruella for Dead by Daylight Killer. <laughs> So she goes to the probation office to talk to our probation office hero because cops are heroes. And and Big Ben goes off, which is her trigger word, her trigger sound, to break her brainwashing hypnosis. It activates, she immediately goes, it's like she gets the code activation phrase, like the purple dog flies at midnight. And she immediately, like her eyes glow red. She snaps her head to the side, and her hair grabs a puppy and snaps its neck. Snaps its neck. Her hair <laughs> pops out. She her her shoulders pop. Yes, the, the clothing that she's wearing, the shoulders pop, and then they pop again. And then she her has collar a pops. Transformation sequence. Yeah, like her nails grow. <laughs> like she's yeah, like her nails werewolf. grow into claws. <laughs> what the fuck? And, and then, she sees every person in this as a Dalmatian. Fever dream, yeah. Everyone's color. Everyone is colored white with black spots, like the yeah. people. The she, buses, she walks the outside. Cl- the people, the buses, the whole city. Yes, the sky. She's it's having like this horrible hallucination. Total psychotic break. Like this is kind of an okay framing because of the post. What the fuck? <laughs> Did her shoulders just pop out? Yeah? What? Holy shit, what? What's up? What? Well, you're not allowed to program people. We're gonna get transformation scene in this movie. Holy shit! What the fuck? I... Like you know, she killed someone walking down that street. Oh yeah. She just fucking killed someone. They didn't well, acknowledge she wants, it. She skinned them alive in the middle of London. <laughs> like she does with all the And dumb, the whole the time, things. the whole time she's orgasming. Yes. Yes. Glenn Close is the whole doing the weirdest, 
moaning, open face. <laughs> it even said, like, at the end of that scene, she, like, puts her face up against a window or something, and it's even, like, light moans. That was at the end. Was it? Okay. That was the, that was the cake. Oh, was that the cake? That was after she got... Well, okay. I'll explain that later. Mm. No, can I? Can I go on? The... No, I can't do it. No, twice. we can't, can't talk wait, about I'll the wait, cake bone. We need to. We need to follow mm. up with cake bone later. It's too good to let it let oh, it go now. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, we are, um, we need to concentrate on the movie. So the the dogs are playing a boxing game on the PC <sighs> with this old lady who I think is a maid. <laughs> Like, why? <laughs> Which is, like, the worst Mike Tyson's punch-out I've ever seen in my fucking life. And, <laughs> and then Oddball, which is our Dalmatian without spots, crawls out the window and f- almost falls off of the ledge and then is just hanging out from a piece of gutter that is rotated out over the side of the city street. Yeah, I kind of... I don't know why. forgot this scene because... It doesn't serve a purpose? So much of the no. middle of this just doesn't serve but like, a purpose. So the dog almost dies. Yeah. Uh, they save it. But the important bit is Cruella gets away during this scene. During this commotion. So they don't notice that Cruella is orgasming in the background, transforming into a werewolf, and skinning people alive. Right. That's the yes. point of, of the oddball scene, is to distract them from Cruella's transformation. I don't know why they needed to, but sure. So then Corella and her crew of perverts go to a perverted fucking fashion show. Tiger dick, tiger dick, <laughs> tiger dick. Yeah. And yes, Craven the Hunter, Gerard Depardieu, comes out onto the catwalk yeah. and rips open his robe to show Just off his magnificent tiger dick that he's his created. His tiger dick and his hairy chest and sweat. And, and he's just then flopping people, around everywhere. People throw red paint on him at this extremely obvious, like, Funko Pop-ass-looking tiger yeah. head that's the most mm-hmm. fake non-fur thing in the universe. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, no, obviously it's real fur. No, that was actually a tiger head. Absolutely. Tiger heads are yeah. often, like, six inches, you know, in diameter, right? Oh yeah, usually yeah. Yeah, they're they're very and they're tiny. Usually, tigers they're are known for being small. They're usually stuffed with cotton too. Mm-hmm. And it's you've seen Black Adder, right? Does he have a? Have you seen? Sorry, this these pants are has, very distracting. What? Just, just because he has a. Tiger cod He has a bubble. obviously fake that then people yeah. feel paint on because yeah. they think it's real. He has a bobblehead leopard it's dick a cover. Cocoa pop leopard dick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. No, go on. What was your question? Um, you've seen Black Adder, right? I have not. Oh, you haven't? Oh, okay. no. Yeah. Like, but he gets he gets really mad about it though. What the fuck, though? Like, I don't just, know. This movie thinks you're so dumb. This movie just assumes that you're an idiot. Like, this costume looks like... As far as it being real fur, like, it, it's amazing yeah. in a lot of ways, but as far it as is. it being real fur, it is fucking so far from it that it's just... Yeah. <sighs> anyway. But he gets really mad. He goes back to his dressing room, mm-hmm. and Corello shows up, and as she knocks on the door, he's drinking a glass of wine, and then he just, like... 
throws it at the door like fucking Dracula. What a miserable pile of secrets is man. <laughs> what is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets. But enough talk. Yes. Yeah, at you. <laughs> throws throws it at the fucking door. And it's really good. It's really I, good. Any of the scenes with Glenn Close <laughs> and Gerard Depardieu are the only reasons to watch this movie, I think. <laughs> Uh, but they they come up with a plan. Uh, she wants to to basically hire him as a a cohort to build her Dalmatian suit, which is again literally the plot of the first movie. <laughs> You're doing stuff so blasé as tiger ticks. I did that five seasons ago, darling. Time for Dalmatian coats. <laughs> yeah, we need Dalmatian boob socks. <laughs> she made she's literally making a dalmatian God. hoodie yeah a hoodie it's just a fucking hoodie she's making a hoodie and the reason why it's 102 dalmatians is that she changed the coat slightly so one now it has a hood, a hood and thus she needs one more dog otherwise it's the same fucking store <laughs> assholes i can't believe how dumb they think people are that's it's the ridiculous. reason why there's an extra dalmatian yep uh because she wants to put a hoodie on the exact same dress. Yeah, so they, they set out to steal the puppies with uh, Alonzo, her butler, as well as uh, Craven the Hunter yes. from the Spider-Man universe. <laughs> it's incredible how much this is. It's just that guy. If you, like, you could superimpose him over the, like, 90s cartoon and just say <laughs> that, like, oh, it's leaked Marvel footage and people would believe you. You'd be like... Yeah. Like, you can see this on, like, a comic rant, like, oh, leaked footage of Craven the Hunter? <laughs> like, yeah. put it next, side by side with, like, comic book images. It's so incredible. Their plan is to steal the puppies uh, from the shelter, as well as from around town, and then frame the guy who runs the shelter for stealing the dogs. Yes. Specifically because yeah. there's a clause in her... Uh, probation i guess where says... if she gives up if she does it again the shelter gets her fortune yeah so there's a law. motive to the crime how law. long that's law i am the law, the law. <laughs> you betray the law. law yeah so yeah yeah uh, that that's how that works and it fucking works Apparently, even even though even though he was on a date with the probation officer who was there at the scene when the cops show up, yes, this even even though she goes along with it, like, well, you must have stole those dogs while I was on the date with you. You, you, yeah, I was gonna say you don't under. I need to talk about this because they play it up as if she's not allowed to give him an alibi for their date, and they go. Mm. Well, are you hit? This is one of your probation people, right? And she goes, "No." Like the, our main, the main lead guy. Mm-hmm. It's not like it needed to be the setup of she's dating the other guy who's actually on probation, and it's like, oh, it's forbidden love. We're not allowed to do this. But the movie itself, it feels like the movie set that all up, and then they forgot about it. A probation officer cannot date their fucking. Yeah. Client. Right? But he's yeah. not. And it feels like That's the why. movie itself, like the plot itself forgot that until they get to this scene. Yeah. And they're like, oh, is like the because the officers even say, Oh, is this one of yours when they're arresting him? And she goes, No. no. And they're like, Well, where was he last night? 
And they both go like, can't say yeah. that I was dating. Yeah, they can't say boning me, right? Wh- why? But why, why? can't Yeah, it's not. Was There's no reason. There's literally nothing stopping this. And then like you said, beyond that, she even goes like, well, maybe... Maybe that was an implanted memory. Maybe I actually <gasps> wasn't on a date with you all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like maybe, maybe yeah, they somehow fed me a bunch of drugs and brainwashed me and changed my memory. <laughs> maybe I, I, think I, maybe was I was in date. the dog prison the entire time I, and Big Ben I, unwashed me. More, more movies need to enter the Dalmatian dimension. <laughs> the Dalmatian dimension. <laughs> it's like the Columbo zone, but better in some way. I'm gonna have to send you to the Columbo dimension. The what? I just like it it is nonsensical that she doesn't understand that he couldn't have done yeah. it. She's with him the yeah. entire night. Everybody in this movie is morons. She's in t- like it's not yeah. like he it doesn't it doesn't set up like a weird series of comical mishaps where he like mm. leaves the date occasionally or like oh he goes missing for a while like there's yeah. no reason. There's literally not a single time where, where they aren't together. They even, yeah. No, and they give her like a note. They're, she's like, oh, can I see the list of houses that were hit? And it doesn't even do like I thought when they gave her that, when she asked about that, because she's mm-hmm. they're talking about her alibi, and they go, she'd be like, oh, they're all on the route of the date that we had. So like maybe you slipped away at various times. No, they don't say anything about that. She just looks at them and she goes, Wow, I can't believe you did all of that while we were on our date together. And it's like, wait, how? How did he do it? Just dumb as hell. I mean, to be fair, the cops wouldn't actually look into anything. They would just arrest him and throw him in prison. Well, they don't care. sure, but like, fuck. But she fuck. should at least try. It's she so frustrating. The right. other thing is that I want to mention here. I just want to set up the way that he like falls for her. One of the first things is they go to a puppet show. He mm. well, he's going to a puppet show, and she like runs into him, mm-hmm. and he is buying tickets for him and the dogs well the dogs need to pay too it's a capitalist hellscape so i don't know so he's paying for the tickets to watch this puppet show because apparently that's a thing in london i don't know Mm -hmm. and the way that he connects with her is that when he's getting his change back from the ticket booth like a couple of pennies he puts it in his pocket and she immediately looks at him and she goes, oh my god, you don't count your change to make sure they didn't rip you off? Yeah. And he looks at her and he goes, no. <laughs> Who does that? Because that's, that's a fucking psychotic thing to do. <laughs> that is, that is yeah. like, okay, it's, I get it if it was like a hundred dollar bill or something. But it wasn't. It was a fu- couple of fucking pieces of change. Yeah, but but she she then says, "But you're so poor." <laughs> well, I'm right. I don't like, know. That's where they I, connect. They connect over the fact that she likes poor people. I don't see. I read it differently. I'm not sure yeah. which way it's doing it, and both ways are terrible. I know. I know. Because <laughs> the one way is she's. Like, oh, well, you're so poor, why aren't you counting your change? Which, Which is cool. Awful, yeah. Yes. The other way is she is so fucking controlling and so distrustful yeah. of people that she thinks that she needs to count change from, like, puppet show ticket vendors because they're going to rip her off for, like, 
two pence. <laughs> well, well, the puppet show was in the bad part of the neighborhood, so you have to watch out. Like that's and that's her character. Yeah, I was gonna say, and the reason why that's so ba- that's so bad is that she's the main heroine. Yeah, and none of this is ever shown as wrong. This is shown no. as her being right all the time. Yeah. So a- like, every ah, single well, thing... poor people are just gonna yeah. fucking steal from you, don't you know? They'll they'll rip you off for two pennies, and you've got to arrest them and throw them away because remember, criminals never reform. <laughs> Yeah, every single Fuck. thing she says is proved as correct, and it's all awful. And it's all awful reactionary, pro-cop, yeah. like, people never reform, they're all yeah. awful monsters, You, they'll rip you off if you turn your back shit. Great. Uh, so Corella in- cool invites movie. her to her horrible dog, like, dinner slash ball. Yes. With all of her rich friends she... that also have dogs, because she's still mm-hmm. playing the part of, I'm, I'm nice. And then she feeds them dog faces. And then she feeds them dogs. <laughs> she feeds just, them dog faces. And the whole scene is just dogs eating these other cooked dogs. And it's gross as fuck. And what? It, it's like the scene of Rocky Horror where they have, like, Eddie on the table yes. and they're eating him. Yes. It's terrifying. It makes no sense either. What? Because, like, why are there dogs at this dinner? Why do they let the dogs jump up past the guests and eat it, from the dog plates? That's why, why I'm did saying she that, cook them as dog faces. It feels like a horror mur- murder movie thing, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't. It's like a cannibal thing. It doesn't feel. Yes. Right. Why is this here? It, it's just weird and disconcerting but, for no reason yeah. other than to be weird and disconcerting. But our our main character, uh, female lead, mm-hmm. I don't remember either of their characters because they don't have any charisma. Um, I do not remember their names in the slightest. Our, our probation they officer. They don't care. The movie doesn't I, care who these two leads are. No. No. But she she wanders off in Corella's mansion because Fluffy, the dog that they got originally for Corella when she got out on probation because she now likes dogs but she hates dogs and it was a cover, uh... Also hates Cruella, so show at this point that dog shows our main character where Cruella's sex dungeon is. Yes, but also like she still kept Fluffy because it's a it's a cover because <laughs> okay yeah yeah but uh... so so the dog leads her to the sex dungeon where she still has the pinup of her new Dalmatian coat that she's working on. And then Corella wanders in while she's in there, and she's like, oh, I was going to kill you later, but I guess now's fine. And then she just cask of a Montelados her <laughs> into her sex her dungeon and bricks her in. So, does having a drawing of a Dalmatian coat make somewhere in your apartment make you suddenly evil net? Like, are you now immediately thrown into jail is that a thing it does because it's the exact plot of the first movie and they didn't know what else to do so they're they're treating that as evidence of her going back on her ways by putting a dumb look she gets off to the dalmatian code drawing in her sex dungeon all right i'm not gonna go into more detail but like but I, I wonder why, like, they don't have, like, a captured dog yet or anything. There's nothing there. It's Not yet. just... She's doing pre-crime is what's happening. Yeah. Like, there's been no crimes yet, but she's she's now pre-criming Cruella. And so Cruella has to brick her yeah. in. Like, I'm on Cruella's side at this point in a way because this person's like, oh, I'm going to arrest you for it. And it's like, for 
For for what? Yeah, girl hasn't done anything. She's done nothing. I guess. Well, no, I guess she framed him, right? She framed him. She's evil. But there's no proof of that. There's nothing there. Well, there's no there's no proof because she immediately believed the evidence and yeah, well, because yeah, she just gaslit herself to not believe that she was on a date. I don't know. Anyway, so at the same time, Craven goes in to steal the puppies, the Dalmatians, uh, and Oddball. Who now has a sweater with spots on it because because Oddball he attacked the puppet show and, and stole it from the puppet the show, um, whatever. But anyways, so Craven runs in. Oddball starts running away, and then part of it, part of the the sweater, gets stuck on a table and starts pulling out the thread. And then we AT AT Empire Strikes Back. Red Squadron M, reporting in. I'm going in for attack. Pattern Delta, uh, yeah. crew leader, standing by. And and then they just AT AT Empire Strikes Back on Hotham around with the string and knock him over. And it's fucking hilarious. It's actually good. It makes no fucking uh, sense. It's good. He's also like smashed into every single corner of this apartment. Yeah like through walls into windows he now collapses into the closet and pulls yeah. down all of the shelving nobody's heard any of this huh oh, this none is of just... the to be fair none of the neighbors would probably call because they're like why would they right? you don't call the cops don't, that's don't call the and cops, especially yeah. not in this universe where apparently yeah. the you're not allowed to if you do something like steal dogs They'll throw you in a dog prison and drug you. Yeah, that's how it works. And that's correct. That's the right thing to do. That's what the movie's telling me. the right thing to do. Well, and the the only reason why it wasn't the right thing to do is because they let her out. Oh. That was the mistake, see? That makes sense. Because she doesn't reform. You can't reform. There's no way to reform, yeah. So, So Craven then steals a bunch of the dogs, and they put them on a crate on the Orient Express... Why did that specifically a reason for that? No, because we saw that and you're like, wait, is there going to be a murder? Why yeah, is, is, is Hercule Poirot going to show up? Is this an Agatha Christie movie now? What's happening? Why are they There's on nothing. the Orient Express? They just there's call no the point to Orient this. Express, and then yeah. they never even do anything with the train afterwards, really. Anyway, uh, at the same time, the main character guy breaks out of prison and just shows up back at the house when our main female lead is crying over the lost dogs. And he's like, hey, I broke out of prison. Yeah, and I, she just goes, oh, okay, yeah, I I believe you. But she doesn't even say that. She just, hmm. she doesn't even say like, oh, I believe you. I'm sorry that I didn't be your alibi for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Um, she just... They just kind of start doing adventure stuff. They don't have any moment of like, oh, I'm sorry that I accused you and threw you in prison. Why are you no longer in prison? Yeah, there's no, like, it's not addressed. No, she doesn't address like, oh, maybe you were Cruella's lackey. No, none of that. Nothing. Nope. Nah. So they follow them to the Orient Express. Because one of the dogs just randomly picks up a flyer for it and is like, oh, this must be where they went. Why? I don't know. I guess Cruella would go on the Orient Express, probably. I mean, that's correct. I guess. So they follow them there, and then that eventually leads them to Craven the Hunter's fur sweatshop. Yes, his London, like, 1800s capitalism 
there's every single person that's like british in the yeah. the the random like non-main characters in this film are all wearing like they're like babushka caps yeah. and like they're so traditionally british in like the yeah. disney fake way that it's amazing uh, well okay please sir so, can i have some more gruel it's like, exactly that yeah, yeah. So, so Craven's there, and he's schmoozing up on Cruella, like, mm. begging for the sex. Yes. And yeah. Cruella's really into it. They have way more charisma than our leads. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, she and, wants that tiger dick. And I'm gonna be honest, men only want one thing, and it's disgusting. And it's to be it's exactly like Craven the Hunter with a tiger dick. <laughs> It's, it's Craven the Hunter. That's the only thing I, I want. want. Craven the Hunter with a tiger dick. Like, yeah, that's all I want. I, yeah, I don't. I don't watch Marvel movies anymore. I don't care about the superhero <laughs> movies. I'm so done with them. If I would watch. They a Craven gave me movie, Gerard though. Depardieu in this Craven the Hunter outfit for the next Spider Man. I'm so fucking in. You don't even need Spider Man. Just give me Craven. Just give me Craven. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I don't care. Craven the Hunter as a movie. Oh, with this costuming. Yeah, Hell talk yes. about sweatshop. <laughs> but anyway, so their heroes find the dogs in the basement of the sweatshop, which have miraculously not been killed yet. They kept all you 102 have to get of them all alive. Of them once before you can kill them. Which is Why? I don't know. Dumb as hell. It doesn't even make any sense. Uh, and then Cruella spots them going into the basement and shows up and he's like, I can't wait to do a murder. <laughs> and then Cask of Amontillados them again into this basement. <laughs> yes. It's a different basement. Which, so it's it funny. didn't work last time, Cruella. <laughs> no, no. I feel like Cruella doesn't understand how to do the crime that she's trying to do. You no. do actually have to kill someone at some point. Like you've got, whether it's yeah. a dog or a person, you've got to do a murder, Cruella. She doesn't actually kill or harm anyone. Anything. In these films. Anything at all. Yeah. Like her crimes are kind of minor in a way because she doesn't actually do any of it. No. So Alonzo's really upset that Craven's trying to bone his trophy wife. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's not you, you put it that way. I never connected it, but yeah, that's not wrong. And in the background of the scene, the whole time is the digga digga dog, digga digga dog, digga digga dog, digga digga dog. They could have made a funk porn digga digga dog in this, and it would have fit. That's mm -hmm. what's upset about that. Uh, but okay, so Alonzo mm. decides he's so mad at Craven the Hunter that he's changing sides, and now he's going to try and protect the puppies and fight Craven in a one-on-one fight to the death. And they start a knife fight, and Craven pulls out a fucking Bowie knife, and Alonzo pulls out, like, I, I don't even know what it is. It's a, some sort of a switchblade spoon? I don't... They... Yeah. What is it? It doesn't even make sense. It's a rounded thing, but it's not a knife. But it we has a joked about it being a spoon, because that would be funny. Yeah. But the problem is the movie didn't do that. The movie just has him pull yeah. out, like, a piece of wood that looks like it has, like, a weird metal round thing attached but it's uh -huh. not spoon like i don't know how to describe it because it's not an item that exists it just doesn't make sense it's nonsensical so like, yeah they fucked their own joke up they did like yeah just have him pull out a fork or something like give him something stupid to pull out but recognizable don't make it something that no one knows what it is because maybe it is a weapon i don't know no. what the fuck that was but, but you know what alonzo does weaponize 
he takes the means of production and weaponizes the workers against Craven the Hunter. He sure does. Who then sew him into his own fur coat and then knock him down and beat him up until all the workers go, Yay! <laughs> For knocking him out. As the sweatshop yeah. revolutionizes Viva La France. Because it's in Paris. Was it? It might have. They yeah, the sweatshops in Paris. That's where the Orient Express went. But, but he's a French hold, stereotype, so it makes sense. Okay, no, hold up. <laughs> I I didn't know that that was the case. I yes. I missed that part. Yes, but that's why they said the, the... That's why the dogs spoke French. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your face right now. But like everyone in the sweatshop is like stereotypically British. Like some of them were like, well there were there were some women that were like babushkas from Romania. So I guess it, it doesn't make any sense. It's fine. I just there's nothing friend I, So so Corella gets pissed what? at Oddball, who broke out all the dogs because the yeah. parrot, uh Eric Idol in a parrot costume, uh made a hole in the floor that the dogs get through one by one. Which would take yes. a really long fucking time, by the way. To be fair, macaws have fucking beaks on them, dude. I don't know if you have you ever owned birds. No, birds will rip through shit. Holy, holy hell, birds are terrifying. But the point is, Corella follows them into yes. a factory of death. And this I'll is, let I'll let you talk about the factory because this is your joy. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, you see, Corella gets baked into a cake and then a bunch of dogs circle around her and furiously cream all over her and then shove her up against the wall where she goes oh and they spit in her mouth that's not that's all true though that's what sucks that's what sucks before she moans they 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 tie her up they they ice all over her and then they spit in her mouth and throw her against the wall where she moans before all that they threw before her all that, that they also kill her yeah, yeah they also oh, fucking God. murder her they murder cold her blood this whole scene you were like you had, the whole time you had been going god there's no violence in this. there's supposed to be like upsetting <laughs> levels of violence what are they talking about and then the whole time this is going on, you're going, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Jesus Christ! Like, over and over and over again. Because they throw her into a mixer. Yes. And then blend her up while she's upside down drowning in it. like with Drowning in the mixer of, of yes. like, cake batter or something, yeah. Yes. And then they dump her out of that. And a rolling pin, like industrial rolling pin, which would crush thing, your bones, comes down. Well, and like first, it like takes her out at the knees. Like yes. it comes in, it, it like breaks her legs an and then crushes her skull. Yes, and then it yeah. rolls over her multiple times. Yeah, like over and over again, while her head just keeps going like thump, 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 thump yeah. into this no. conveyor belt at like yeah. high speed. Through this like industrial steamroller. Is this a cement? What is this? I think it is. 
they're literally murdering Cruella in some bad Oh yeah, she's fucking dead. Look at this! Oh my god! Look at this! Oh my god! This is beyond cartoon at this point. They what? fucking murdered her. And then the guillotine shows up. You're not kidding! <laughs> this is the thing! She pulls a lever... Well, sorry, the dogs pull a lever that yeah. is supposed to chop the bread up, and it is a guillotine. It's a bunch of guillotines that come down and, like, slice the conveyor belt. Cruella's out of the way of that, but she throws the fucking dog into it. Yes, and then... The blades the come down, right. but the dog's fine. It's fine. Yeah, the dog didn't, that dog didn't die, so. But unfortunately, Cruella's not so lucky because then they throw her in a fucking oven. And bake her alive. And bake her alive. Which is hot enough and long enough to bake a cake around her, but not melt her into a skeleton inside of it. Well, they do. Somehow. She comes out like the Terminator and they have to crush her in a vice. Oh, yeah, that happens. She, her eyes start glowing red, and part of her face peels off, and you can see the, the metal underneath. And then this is the scene where all the dogs are stepping on, like, colored cream tubes to just, like, splat to all over spray her. all over sprinkles Cruella on her. Why? It's so fucking weird. Every single time. It always comes down to weird perversions, dude. Every fucking time there's some weird horny pervert at the helm of these movies. Every children's dog movie. They, they, I have We've learned a dark, terrible secret about dog movies in that they are entirely occupied and run by fucking weird perverts. This, this movie starts off on razor-thin edge of just people boning each other on set and then just goes further. <laughs> It I don't understand. Further than you'd ever imagine. I don't understand. What Shame. Okay, they're creaming all over. Shame. Cruella. Shame. What is wrong with Have you ever this wanted movie? to see a bunch of dogs cream all over? No! Just, I, I, ice blend clothes. Can you, you need phrasing. This is important. I can't yeah, say that. They just, they're, they're just spraying all over her. Oh, now they're spitting on Oh, man, that one's spitting her mouth. Oh, uh, this is... And now for the chopper. No, this isn't... You may now kick the bride. Fuck, they're just really giving it to her, huh? Yeah, yeah, they screamed all over her, they bit in her mouth. They said it really gave it to her. You know what I meant. And I will not acknowledge that, that, that quiet moan. Fuck. But then she gets arrested in cake form. Yeah. And all of her fortune goes to the shelter, and that's the end of the movie. Bow wow mm -hmm. wow, yippee yo, yippee yay, bow wow, snoop dog, dog. Digga digga dog, digga digga dog, bow wow. Free, they free, have, free, free, they have free. like song play over the weirdest scenes. It's just constantly throughout the movie. Well, like, it's like it's, it's constantly, play, but like, it's like speed. it's like during the the tension moments. 
Yeah. Like they have an orchestral tension and then it's... <laughs> you like just need to remember quiet, it's there. It's often very quietly in the background. Like it's hard to make out. Yeah, like, like it doesn't like come to the forefront. It's just very weirdly in the background. The first two times it happened, I thought I was just hearing things. Yes. Yeah, like, I thought so that too. can't be real. Yeah. What? No. Like, did they put? Wait, do I hear dig? Is that a dig a dig a dog? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, and then there is. No, it's there. That's it's not there. a joke. It's just there. But it, it, like I said, it's almost subliminal. Like it's so it's, quiet it's subliminal and it's sinister. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you took uh, "Who Let the Dogs Out" and made it a horror horror. Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, played Why? it over like a chase scene in Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, it's or like tubular bells or something. So fucking weird. Yeah, it's so weird. There's so much about this movie that makes no sense. So then our heroine gets to have a big thing about, see, a dog can't change its spots. Cruella is always going to be a monster. All criminals are evil. And that's uh -huh. the moral of the story. She turns and looks at the camera and she goes, see kids. And that's why we need the death penalty for every single criminal. All criminals are monsters. Poor people that have to do crimes are absolute monsters and they deserve to die for it. I'm correct. Cops are good. Have a good day, kids. Like, no, this is this movie. is word for word the script. That's not a joke. That's the that's the script. Yeah, she does like but they she comes up. in to has a backwards chair and goes yeah. like, "Hey, kids, I just want to talk to you about the meaning of this film." Yeah, right. It's it's, it's like a drug ad from the eighties yeah, or something. But here's the problem: they fuck up their own moral because at the end, Oddball gets a spot. Mm hmm. So what's the moral? Dogs that didn't have spots. Yeah. <laughs> If nobody can change, that means Oddball can't change. So Oddball should be fine in their own skin. But the moral is that it's fine. You'll become what everybody wants you to be anyway. So, like, just don't worry about it. The point is you should be like everyone else. Conform, conform. What yeah, I guess that I never thought about that either. Because, yeah, the, the one dog movie, doesn't have This movie have spots. feels like if I put on some sunglasses, I would see some fucking things in it. <laughs> Every time the Cruella's on screen with her, like, weird yeah. outfits, it would, like, blank out and just say, like, consume. Consume. <laughs> Police are good, actually. <laughs> the only way that you can do anything in society of worth is to work. Like, oh, big, big signs in the background and shit. Like, it has to be. It's a they live situation. If you play the movie backwards, it plays satanic music. <laughs> I feel like, well, I mean, to be fair, every Disney movie is a they live situation. <laughs> that's what they live is about. That's, oh that's my what god! Means. <laughs> we need uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's what would have saved this movie. Just Rowdy Roddy Piper with a shot. Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Gerard Depardieu as Craven the Hunter. I'm in. Oh, I need to see this. I'm in. This is a movie. Okay, we need to talk to Sony. Does Sony own the rights to Craven? Who owns the rights? We have a God, Yeah, they got them with Spider-Man. They specifically were like, okay, we want Spider-Man. Do you want anybody else from the Spider-Man universe? Craven. <laughs> we need Craven. Specifically Craven. Craven. Hunter. We're going to okay, make a Okay, anyone else? No. No. We're going to make a really pervy film. Craven. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make a nasty man. We're going to do a nasty Spider-Man. <laughs>
Who can we get as nasty Craven? I mean, Gerard Depardieu. He's French. We know how. We know the French. They're already doing Venom, and Venom like eats people. It's fine. They'll go. They'll do the Craven movie. They yeah. don't care. Well, I mean, we know that Tom Hardy eats ass. I mean, Gerard we know Depardieu. Tom Hardy, who we know eats ass, and Craven the Hunter, who we know fucks because he's got a tiger dick. Gerard Depardieu definitely eats ass. Yes. That's not a Well, he's French. We know what they eat. (laughs) This movie is very much, like, (laughs) cruel to the French, too, where they just, like, make him... I I feel bad for Gerard Depardieu, because they keep on making, like, ooh, he says poopies. He says poop instead of puppy. Ooh. Yeah, this movie movie is very American in that it hates foreigners. Yes, yeah. and they're all really weird, kind yeah. of gross caricatures. Yeah. And anybody different than you is wrong. Yeah. Anyway, that's our nice, uplifting episode of 102 Dalmatians. <laughs> Let's rate the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oddball. Oddball is the puppy without spots, who is our main dog character, I think. Uh, so you, you say how you think, because the I thing think... is, is, I don't you're gonna name a lot of dogs in this, and they're about as forgettable as the human. Well, they, feet, like, the dogs talk. Feet. I just have no idea what the fuck they were. Saying. Yes, <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing or what their plot is, but they talk. Damn it. Um, Oddball is a cute puppy, I guess, and does cute stunts sometimes that aren't CG. I guess that aren't CG. Yeah, sure, they're not. I C- guess. Definitely not. Definitely not CG. I'll I don't give know. us a not CG out of ten. That's where all the money went. Honestly, Oddball's age should have been fine in their own fur, but somehow got a spot, and that's the moral out of ten. Uh, Waddlesworth, the parrot, who is a Rottweiler but actually a Retriever. Fuck that joke is so bad. I hate he Waddles. Flies and grabs a dog and goes, I guess I was actually a retriever. So in, in the same instance that I want the dogs to talk so I know what the fuck they're doing, I want Waddles to shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Yes. 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 <laughs> shut the fuck up, Eric Idle, out of ten, Shut dog. the fuck up, Eric Idle, out of ten. I agree. The... This movie is... That's something that we didn't mention about this movie. This movie is boring and nothing happens for at least half of it because it's just boring romantic shit with no chemistry between the two leads that don't like each other and have no charisma or chemistry with anyone. And at the same time, it doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. Everything is There's constant noise everywhere. It's constant yeah. noise. Yeah, it was one of those movies where, like, halfway through, you go, "God damn it, just be quiet for a minute." And, and then when they're quiet, you're like, "Fucking explain." Yes. <laughs> what do you, you mean? mean when dog talks French. <laughs> you, there's no winning. There's no, no winning with this movie. It has no idea what it's doing. Uh, there's also Dottie and Dipstick, which they're adult dogs. Uh, I thought they were both cute. How did you remember these? I did not. Oh my god! Congratulate, thank you. I appreciate the work. I don't. Here. I don't know the I character's name for the human characters, but I know the dogs. I tried. I tried, but I could not remember these for the life of me. And I just no. want people to like appreciate the incredible power that Boyx has demonstrated here. You would have to watch this movie to understand how incredibly hard it would be 
to actually remember yeah. the dogs' names because this movie is fucking chloroform oh. in film. I, I would rate them as dogs that are technically on screen out of ten. Yeah, uh, and then the last dog is Fluffy, which is like I the like hairless, Fluffy. hairless dog. I did dog. remember Fluffy. Uh, Fluffy is like the Chinese Fluff hairless. Yeah. Fluffy is like a, a cute dog. It also very easily betrays Cruella and fights for the side of justice. And it opens a door on its own. And it opens with, like, a door a little, on its own. It, I, it pulls over yeah. a little like stepping stool to help itself and then jumps up and unlocks a door. And uh, yeah, that wasn't CG'd and I love it. Uh, so I would give Fluffy a 12 out of 10. That's a good dog. I'm giving Fluffy a 10 out of 10 because Fluffy did all of that. And it was all in service to help release the cop. So oh, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring Fluffy down a notch there. But it's not Fluffy's fault, it's this universe. <sighs> okay. That's 102 Dalmatians, I guess. Great. I'd rate Glenn Close 102 out of 10. She's fantastic in this. <laughs> Glenn Close is the best part of the film. Craven, sorry, and, no. And Craven, I, Craven, I, actually, Craven. I'm, I'm going to give her a 51 out of 10 because Craven the Hunter needs the other 51 because they were both yeah. the reasons what carried this Yeah, film. yeah. They're both 102 Dalmatians. Together, Total yes. out of 10. Mm -hmm. No, that's mm -hmm. fair. That's fair. And they bone. Oh, yeah. You know that they join. Exactly. Yeah. They you even put make them a together joke. because you know they fuck. You even know they fuck because at the dinner... Cruella goes, bon appetit, wink, wink, nudge, wink, nudge, wink. She she does do that. <laughs> and then all the dogs devour the dog faces while the guests the stare on in abject horror. So fucked up. Weird pervert shit is all uh, I can say about this movie. It's just weird pervert shit. Th this is and the type. Boring. This is the type of thing that sits in your brain when you watch it as a kid as a sleeper agent. To wake up the Big Ben 20 years later when a you. fucking bell rings. <laughs> and you're like, no! A I specific Big Ben bell. Only I Big repress, Ben. I repress that, repress that memory. It's gone. You can't bring that back. Your activation pet phrase happens and you start, you just immediately grab a dog <laughs> and snap it in half. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to blow this train whistle for literally no reason, so. We'll see you next time. This was episode 70. Dig it, dig it down, dig it, dig it down. Dig it, dig it down, dig it, dig it down. Dig it, dig it down, dig it, dig it down. Dog, dog, you dog.